0: Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Deplorable Nation. I'm your host, Deplorable Janet. And today I have a beautiful, beautiful panel of ladies with me this evening. Two of my favorite people on the entire planet. Welcome Miss Jen from Legit Bat. We'll start with you. How are you, love?
1: I'm good. I am much better now that we are talking. I had a crazy day at work. But I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much.
0: And I'm so excited that you are back here because you have not been on my show for a very, very long time. And that was with the other uh cast members of Legit Bat. So I'm glad it's you today on the ladies' panel. Yep. And welcome. And welcome back, Miss Ellie. How are you, darling?
2: I'm good. How are you doing?
0: Fabulous, fabulous. So today's episode is going to be called Toxins for Everyone, and so I'm going to start this out on a lighthearted note just because this is toxic, Uh, this is toxic behavior on social media. Um, So this is from Daddy Wacko (laughs) to me. Okay, ready? Yeah. Hi, Angel. How are you doing today? I like your profile, and you look gorgeous, kissy face. Have you been a sugar baby before? I'm looking for a loyal, honest, and trustworthy sugar baby who can keep my company when I'm emotionally down. $5,000 is guaranteed via PayPal weekly. No sexual activity, okay? Okay, wacko daddy. (laughs) Yeah, he's definitely from America. Uh, I mean. So that is toxic behavior. People don't do shit like that, please. I I have so many (laughs) questions. (laughs) Well, if I was desperate for money, I may consider being a sugar baby. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, it sounds like I have to be an emotional support animal, which I love helping people. But yeah. I'm not sure. And then if you look at this guy's profile, uh, he literally is in the pool with no shirt on with this kid with no shirt on that is like ripped and it looks like a pedophile thing. So yeah, a little bit of a turn off. Anyways, I thought I'd share that The things we run across on social media. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So today's topic is going to be um, one of interest to people, I hope. And I hope it's an eye opener for people as to what kind of goodies are lurking in your products at home, whether it be makeup. Makeup. Or uh, eye drops, contact lenses, contact lens solution, soap, body wash, lotion, shampoo, uh, or even your storage things. So, Miss L, I'm going to start with you. You brought up something to me the other night that I find entirely fascinating. Tell me about the contact lenses and how you ran across that.
2: So there's someone on social media, they were posting an article about how, like, all the contact lens brands have PUFAs, which are basically forever chemicals, and apparently if you wear contacts, then you're more likely to need cataracts, or you're more likely to develop cataracts later on and things like that, and apparently um, if you have LASIK, then you can't get... Cataracts were you later on, and they kind of went down this whole rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, nothing is safe. Like, yeah, no- and like it's, it's everything's gonna kill you.
0: Yeah, it's interesting that you brought that up. You said poofa. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna tell people what that is. <clears throat> it's PFUA, and what that is is basically an umbrella of a chemical class that all goes underneath of this you know bright shiny object and it's perfluoro uh per round a canoid acid so say that 15 times really quickly um and what that is is a type of acid that they use in all kinds of plastics or Uh, packaging products, you know, things like that because of its ability to um, basically keep away moisture or grease um, or things like that. So if you think about uh, your eye is supposed to be a moist environment, is it not? And so if you have a contact lens that's made from (laughs) poofas Is that how we're you say just, it? We're just going to say that all the time because it's funny as shit. Is
2: that not how you say it, though?
0: I don't know. It's just P F U A. So like it's maybe it is. Foo-ahs. <laughs> okay, it's foo <foolish. laughs> um So if you think about that, though, you're you're putting something in your eyeball that's supposed to help you see, but it has something that is all supposed also supposed to, like, wick away or stop moisture and if your eyes dry out how many problems could you have with your eyes i'm just saying
2: i tried to wear contact lenses in like high school and college and they literally kept falling on my eyes so i gave up and then i hated glasses so i stopped wearing those too and eventually my uh, got better
0: yes i completely understand that i wear readers all of the time because Uh, They cannot get a prescription right to save their life. And I'm not going to pay them money again to uh, have glasses that don't work. So, Do you think
1: it's their fault though, Janet? Or do you think it's just the eye exam process in general where they're like, is this better or is this slightly different view better? And you're like, Uh I guess. And then they start over and they're like, what about this one? What about that one? And you kind of have to guess until they're like, you did it. Here's your glasses. And you're like, this doesn't
0: work at all. Right. And, and the last time um, that I had it done, it was the weirdest eye exam I've ever had in my life because they had the eye exam chart underneath of this slanted mirror. And she was like, read the chart starting from right to left. And I'm like, read it backwards. Oh, Okay, because don't we normally read left to right? I'm like, okay, So I started reading the chart backwards and she goes, wait a minute, what are you doing? And I said, you told me to read it from right to left. And that's what I'm doing. And so she's like jotting down something on her notes or whatever. And so anyway, when they make my glasses, they made bifocals for me. And they're like, oh, it's it's only going to take you like two weeks uh, to to, you know, be able to see with these bifocals and it'll be okay." It was literally two years and I still could not because you can't you're not supposed to, like, move your head. You're supposed to keep your head stationary and move like whatever you're doing to focus in the right place. And it's like two years later and I still can't see properly out of the bifocals. So I'm just like, you know what? That was a lot of money for nothing.
2: Mike was telling me one of his brothers, instead of getting bifocals, I don't, don't ask me what it was called, but apparently he had like one prescription, in one eye, like it was like a permanent bifocal Mm -hmm. and the other lens was like for distance, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then eventually he just like got used to it. And I was like, how the... Like how does that even work? I
0: don't even know because imagine like how bad of a headache you would have. Like one eye is a bifocal, and so you've got the line in between and
2: no, no, no. Like one, like let's say his right eye was like the entire prescription of the bifocal. So there's no line, but then the other eye was so one eye was meant for reading and one eye was meant for distance. And he said, I guess eventually his brain just like rewired and so how fucked up
0: would that be right (laughs) when when i first got them they're like you may have some trouble driving um so you may want somebody in the car with you when you drive for a while because i'm like going like this like trying to see like moving my head and i'm like i can't see anything i don't know where i'm going (laughs) do you wear contacts jen
1: no, I have a prescription. I did the same thing you did, Ellie. I wore glasses when I was younger, and then I got contacts. I hated them. And then I started wearing glasses again, but I had no depth perception. So I couldn't tell how mm-hmm. far away anything was, not just driving, right. like stairs. And then right. I broke my leg shortly after. So I had to use crutches, <laughs> and I could barely <laughs> tell where to put the crutches going upstairs or downstairs or anywhere, really. Oh, um geez. And they just told me the same thing. You'll get used to it. And so I stopped wearing them eventually and Mm -hmm. my eyes just got better. Mm -hmm. Now, my optometrist does not agree with me. When I go in for an eye exam, he's like, I say, my eyes are fine. I can see everything now. It's much better now that I don't wear glasses. And he did a whole whatever guessing game routine of guess what Mm -hmm. your prescription is and said, this is how your eyes are a one75 or negative 1.75 you do not have good vision and I was like whatever I can see just fine Mm
0: -hmm. I have
1: these glasses but I just I don't wear them because when I put them on even at night it's worse Mm -hmm. to drive than it is when I don't so I just can't justify wearing them I mean it's like the whole medical profession where they're like no this is really good for you this will Mm -hmm. help you and I'm not even knocking it because I completely understand some people need glasses. It's just such a common thing where they're like, I know better than you. This is better. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I'm blind when I'm wearing these, but I can see without them. How is it helpful? <laughs>
2: well, and I feel like, too, just like blood results or whatever, they do the average of everyone. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're not in that average, like maybe, like you said, your eyesight for you is perfect where it is. Mm-hmm. And they they try and fix it so it's 2020 or whatever it's going to be. You're going to be like, I don't even know what to do with this. It's like giving me another thumb. I don't know what to do with that shit.
0: <laughs> I would take a spare thumb if anyone wants to give me one.
2: <laughs> did, I get, did I ever tell you guys about the guy who wanted to make me a jewel encrusted thumb?
0: No, shut up. <laughs>
2: So I was in college and I was working in the school cafeteria as like a cashier and this guy was like obsessed with my left hand. He was like, probably a devotee or some shit. And he's like, can I make you a jewel encrusted thumb? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I want to like make a plaster thumb and then encrust it in jewels and it'll wrap around you Like he had this whole elaborate thing. And I was like, no, he's like, but why? And I was like, I mean, if you just want to give me the jewels because they're real, like, I'll take those and then, like, you can go away. But, like, I don't want a jewel-encrusted thumb.
0: Well, and think <laughs> about that. Like, how, what purpose would that serve when you're wearing it? Because if you've got jewels on it, you, sh- you don't want to be, like, I, I don't know, like making was- bread dough or something with it.
2: I feel like there's probably a second part of that that I didn't know yet that he probably was going to get oh. all freaky deaky with. Oh,
0: Prostate but exam.
2: I don't listen. I don't know. All I know is I never got the jewel encrusted thumb or the jewels. That's a hard
0: pass. Hard yeah. pass for me.
2: I literally had to go to my boss because he wouldn't stop. It was like for weeks, and I was like, "Can you just please ask him to stop?" He he's like, "He." My boss said I was kidding. I was like, "No." Like he really wants to make me a jewel encrusted thumb, and
0: at this point, it's really uncomfortable. That would be so. So, did he work in there too?
2: yeah he was like so we we're it was like two cashiers because it was like a cafeteria line in a college and so we we're like sitting next to each other and when there oh. wasn't people he was just like chatting with me and yeah I don't know apparently that came up and um,
0: mm. mm-hmm. was he, just, he was probably you know, like when you weren't looking he was no, no he was not an art student Jen <laughs> just out of curiosity no I no. think he was
2: like a science major or a business major Mm. interesting
0: what's he in the business of I'm curious
2: listen I don't know I never talked to him again I did not like follow up and see (laughs) if he found someone else to make a jewel encrusted thumb for
0: well he might have that might have been his life's work you never know
2: it it could have and maybe I missed out who knows he
0: might have made uh, millions doing that maybe he owns
1: a very successful fetish store who knows
0: he might Mm-hmm. Maybe. But the thing about uh, owning a fetish store, if you're going to own a fetish store, do not put poofas in your <laughs> sex toys.
2: They should be all glass.
0: Bad idea. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Oh, boy. So something about it. <laughs>
2: We just take detours. I know. We
0: cannot adult. We're having very (gasps) difficult times adulting. So I just want to say about the PUFAs, um, they're very slow to break down in your system. And so it builds up over time and they're toxic. So since they are in so many products, um, they're in drinking water. Um, Not just bottled water, but also in public water supply things. A lot of times they will treat water with PUFAs, which is interesting. Um, So they're also in the soil because um, hmm, they might be putting them in the chemtrails. Um, they use them in fire extinguishing foam, so you know that's always healthy. When you have something that came from fire extinguishing foam uh, in your food or or drinking water, that is very much helpful.
2: when it's um, not just fire extinguishers; it's everything that's like flame retardant. Mm-hmm. So, like if your couch has a clothing, flame retardant clothing, like baby clothing,
0: pantyhose. Mm-hmm.
2: We live in an area like we do where there's super high fire danger
1: all the time. There's just fires everywhere and they're constantly mm-hmm. dropping the purple crap all over the
0: place mm-hmm.
1: in the air, on the ground.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, which because is a it's a really interesting because that foam stuff that they drop um, is the same thing that they put for colorant in um cosmetics and stuff they are actually purple nano little nanoparticles um that is um oh my god what's that stuff called Mhm Mhm I'm having a brain fart
2: the graphene oxide lipid nanoparticles
0: yeah it's like it's like it's not graphene hold on a minute and I got to look cuz it's going to drive me nuts uh la, 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 la. sorry about that. You will have to talk amongst yourselves for a moment. Is there a way to get this stuff out of Titan- your body? Titanium dioxide nanoparticles. Um, oh, yeah. it has a it has a purplish colorant uh to it, and that is what they also do um along with the PFUAs as far as the fire extinguishing foam. And it also goes on your face. That super
2: it, titanium dioxide, super common in like shiny metallic eyeshadows. Mm-hmm. That's the makes of yep. sparkle.
0: Yep, absolutely. So you have nano nanoparticles on your on your face at all times. Because imagine like not just makeup, but like lotions and you know things like that. Um, it's in uh, shampoos. And everything,
2: hair dyes, it's in everything.
0: Like, just, it, it's in everything. And, mm-hmm. Yep, and all
2: kinds did, of shit. Did you ask if you can get rid of it? Is that what I heard you say? Yeah, is there a way to get rid of it? Um, I don't know of like any like surefire way because also, if you go to a doctor, they're gonna tell you that it's not a problem, mm-hmm. so there's no like test to say, oh, this number is bad or whatever, mm-hmm. right. All like the only recommendation I have is to like as you can afford it, or like maybe as you run out of something, to make a cleaner swap, mm-hmm. so you don't continue buying those things.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> and that's it, and the funny thing is that a lot of the um, let's let's take uh, Maybelline for example, right, or Revlon. It, it was Revlon. So, Revlon was knowingly putting um all kinds of toxins and carcinogens in their makeup for a very, very, very long time and It wasn't until they got a petition with a hundred thousand signatures on it that they decided that maybe it wasn't a good idea to put harmful chemicals <laughs> well. And people's makeup anymore. Hmm.
2: There was a website I was using um, and maybe you guys have heard of it. Cause then I thought it was a good thing, right? Like, Oh, like how do I avoid these things? And it was mm-hmm. like EWG.com or.org or whatever. And mm-hmm. it kind of has like a green spiral or like a green fingerprint and it like grade the products. And you're like, Oh, mm-hmm. this is supposed to be good. I can tell if, you know, maybe I can't afford the A plus product, but like a B mm-hmm. minus, like, Right. And it turned out that um, they would give, like, the overall product a grade, but then, like, each individual uh, ingredient a grade. Mm -hmm. Well, they would give, you know, titanium dioxide in one company, like an F, and then another company give it, like, a B. Mm -hmm. And if companies were able to um, buy their grades, basically. Right. So, EWG lost a lot of their...
0: Credibility Uh, credibility
2: because (laughs) people were buying because people like, oh well, I thought titanium dioxide was bad, but in this company it's okay, in this company it's not. And Mm
0: -hmm.
2: it was like all these bigger companies that were it was okay in, and all Mm -hmm. the smaller companies it was bad. So
0: right. And you know what's funny about that? And I'm glad that you brought that up because and this is probably gonna piss in some people's Wheaties. Uh, Because I know there's a shit ton of people on social media who sell for this particular company.
2: Oh, you're going to go there?
0: I am going to go there. And I'm going to go there for a reason. Um, I was roped into buying from this company as well. And let me tell you why I don't and what I found out. Um, So... I don't know if I'm going to mention this company, but I may. I just may do that. Um, So anyway, a friend of mine was like, oh, you got to try this. It's all, you know, made in America and it's paraben free and it's PBA free and it's, you know, all natural, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, my God, sounds great. I'm, um, I'm in. Let me order from there. So I got a couple of things, and one of the things was a vitamin, a complete vitamin that has all kinds of stuff with this patented new technology that no one else in the United States has, okay? So every time I would take it, I would get very nauseated, um, very congested. I would get a headache. I was weak. Um, I felt like my joints would flame up or whatever and I'm like, what what have I done differently that could have possibly caused these symptoms because I wasn't having any of this shit before. so and you know I know what goes into my spices. I know what goes into my food because I make it all. And I'm like, so I started looking. And this lovely vitamin has polyethylene glycol in it as one of their um, extra added special ingredients.
2: That's an antifreeze, people.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: It's also in the Jabberwockies.
0: Mm-hmm. And so get this, since I used to do um, safety for our teaching facility, um, I was in charge of MSDS sheets. So the MSDS sheet on this says very clearly that anytime that you are working with this, you have to wear safety attire um, and seek medical attention immediately if it is touched, inhaled, uh, if it turns to dust, anything like that. Um, If it turns to dust, it's highly combustible. Um, And so... It also says um, unknown safety effects, right? However, um, even though it says it's completely safe, it is a known irritant. It causes nausea, headaches, and shortness of breath. And it says right on the thing, even though it says there's no, no health and safety concerns and they have no no data or information on this. However, um, and I hate government websites, but the NIH website has a shit ton of studies on polyethylene glycol and how it has toxic and even uh, carcinogenic effects in human beings. has never been tested on a human. And that's sweet.
1: What would be the purpose of putting that in that vitamin though, is it inexpensive? Is it a filler? Like why would they do that?
0: It is. Yeah. I was going to say it's like a stabilizer, um, whatever. And so it's, it's not just in, um, this vitamin from this health company, right. That, that sells their products on all, all being all natural and healthy for you with no harsh chemicals or substances in it. So that was number one. And then number two in the same vitamin, which there's multiple, but these are the two most concerning to me. It had methyl ether cellulose. And I'm like, what the hell is methyl ether cellulose? So I'm looking that up. It's also combustible dust. Um, also requires wearing of safety equipment and whatever when you're working with it. Again, says it's completely safe. Kind of like the vaccine. Completely safe. But it also causes uh, irritation, nausea, headache, shortness of breath, the whole nine yards.
2: But doesn't this company, too, like, not list the ingredients on the bottles and, like, you have to, like, go hunting for it on a website?
0: Um, I have a bottle here. And that's why I was, like... I'm going to write this down because I knew we were going to talk about this. And I'm like, that's why I stopped taking it. Because like I said, every time I took this in the morning, I would get like, oh, I feel like I'm going to throw up and I'm dizzy. And I just felt like shit every day and no energy and and whatever. And I'm like, it's the fucking vitamins.
2: Well, there was another company. It's not the one that you mentioned. It's been around a lot longer. And my brother-in-law is a part of it. And um, Mike had bought some products from him and he brought them home. He's like, oh, look, look, you know, Mm so-and-so says these are so great. Mm -hmm. And I'm flipping everything over. I was like, Mike, none of these have ingredient labels. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: He's like, what do you mean? I was like, none of these have ingredient labels. Well, Mm -hmm. so-and-so says it's fine. I was like, and so I (laughs) I just looked it up online and I was like, Because one of them were like these, um, almost like a crystal light packet that you're supposed to like mix in your water. It's like a Uh liquid vitamin drink, whatever. Uh And I looked it up and I was like, this is basically really shitty sugar and like some preservatives and natural flavors. Like
0: Mm -hmm. there's no. Health benefits whatsoever. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. And um, another product of theirs that I had before um, has like a shit ton of uh, polysorbate 80 in it, and polysorbate 80, of course, is in literally everything. Uh, again, MSDA shows it's completely safe. However, again, NIH has a shit ton of studies about how dangerous it is because it it messes up your gut biome and it causes your your gut bacteria to like migrate to other areas, and so it causes intestinal inflammation and metabolic syndrome and anxiety disorders, uh, coronary artery disease, type 2 diabetes, Crohn's disease, uh, resistance to infections, and interactions with life-threatening consequences with, guess what, polyethylene glycol. Hmm.
2: It's in... So... I feel like some people can hear this and go, and they start reading all the the labels on all their stuff mm-hmm. in their house, and they might um, have a conniption and, like, try and throw everything out.
0: Mm-hmm. Don't, mm-hmm. like,
2: you don't need to do that. Like I said earlier, like, once you use something, like, okay, hey, maybe this Lysol that I use isn't the best thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe
2: next time I start using vinegar and,
0: mm-hmm. you know, like
2: right. makeover slow swaps because right what what happened to me is I went down this little rabbit hole and tried to like throw a bunch of stuff away and like totally freaked out
0: mm-hmm.
2: and Mike was like you're not no like we're we're not throwing hundreds of or thousands <laughs> of dollars of stuff away because you went on this rabbit hole he's like I agree with you it's like but we're not just throwing all this away like
0: right and it's ex- find
2: this middle ground
0: yeah and. And think about it too, like this, you know, how like you take medications for a long period of time and then you get used to that dose basically, and you got to take more and more to whatever. So having like all these cleaners and, um, you know, makeup with all this toxins and shit in it, your body gets used to that. And so if you, like, throw everything out at once and go completely, you know, different, holistic all the next day, you're definitely going to feel it.
2: It's like going through caffeine withdrawal, but worse. Yes. I still can't give up coffee.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I am not giving up tea. And there's there's bad things in tea, like fluoride.
2: Well, and there's bad things in everything, right, though? And I think that's the point is like, you could pick on anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, I, I saw this thing and it was like, Oh, um, unless you're wearing all organic cotton or linen clothing, like it's going to do mm-hmm. this to you. And I'm like, I, right. I'm not throwing away, you know,
0: well, and no that's the my
2: wardrobe. Like
0: that's the thing is, um, and there's a bunch of like studies and news stories and whatever that came out uh, lately about things like Lululemon. Um, where they have these like the the crotch and workout wear or even in bras, it's full of PFUAs. I mean to like and fluoride a massively, massively toxic level, like way more than a human being could ever possibly handle. You know, and it's like, but where are these things made? And you know, our our standards for uh, testing and stuff is so interesting in the United States because if it's, I can't remember what it's called, like presumed, reasonably safe, something, whatever. Anyway, that's like, if it's presumptively safe, then they don't have to do any human trials or studies and that's where a lot of these chemicals they're listed on MSDS sheets but it says they have no like safety data on things or uh no no human health risk listed because it's not necessary because they bypass the standards yeah.
2: It's definitely interesting and frustrating because I know, like, there was times like, oh, yeah, this is so much better. And then I do more research into that. And apparently the -hmm. testing that they do is a sham. And Mm -hmm. I've had to get to the point where, like, you have to live more like an 80-20 lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Right. Because otherwise you're going to be so stressed out about trying to avoid everything that right. that in some cases is more detrimental to your health than right. having those things around in the first place.
0: Right. And that's the thing is, is, is that some of the stuff, you know, like is completely unavoidable because there is so much in packaging and plastic and, you know, whatever, that it's almost like impossible to, to avoid literally everything on the planet
2: it's yeah, crazy you, you, you have to look like 80 20 like if you want chick-fil-a sometimes like go eat chick-fil-a is it perfect no but like
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know yeah I, if you want to pop if like just don't make a habit, habit. Out of
0: it. Mm-hmm. so what is your one thing jen that you can't give up You're muted.
2: StreamYard hates you.
0: <laughs> there is no sound.
2: There's no sound. I can hear you mouthing the F word. Um, or not hear you. I can see you. There we go. Get the right sense. Is this better? There. Can you hear me? Yeah. Now? That's
0: better. Yes.
1: Yeah. Sorry. I just put it on the wrong speaker when I came back in. Uh, no, I said... I know it's two things, but I can't give up alcohol and cigarettes. It's like the two most toxic things ever. But mm-hmm. I eat really healthy and drink lots of water outside of that. I also don't smoke a pack a day or get drunk every day. But mm-hmm. having a cold beer after work is so nice and a mm-hmm. smoke. I don't think all day, you know, everything in moderation.
0: Yeah.
2: and But yeah. like I've also heard that if you just smoke like pure tobacco, that that – can actually have protective benefits for the lungs. Mm -hmm. But like the commercial, whatever pre-rolled with all the fillers, that's what gets you. But if Mm -hmm. you just smoked pure tobacco, like that'd be totally fine. Mm -hmm. So that's why some people are you know, they don't develop lung cancer, even though they smack, f- smack, smoke day.
0: <laughs> I smack people now. every day. It's okay.
1: <laughs> I do smoke American spirits. I mean, it's like the the cleanest of the commercial cigarettes, I guess, but I've never really looked at the ingredients. Who knows?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. And it's one of those things where do they even tell you, you know, like Ellie was saying about the, um, the one company that doesn't have uh, product information listed on their stuff and like I said I was completely snowed uh for a while and I told them I'm like I'm not gonna do this because you have to buy from them every month and I'm like I'm not doing this anymore and yeah your products have toxins in them uh so it's kind of false advertising It's like, oh, but wait, there's more. We have beef now. You can buy beef from us. And I'm like, "Mm, could I really? I don't want to. Thank you. I will pass. Mm -hmm. So here's something that you girls probably don't know. That's very interesting that a lot of females have in their household. Um, And it is feminine hygiene products. And get this, uh, they technically don't have to list all of their ingredients because they're considered a medical device. Did you know that? I
2: know there's typically a tax on them in some states. It's called Mm -hmm. like the pink tax or whatever.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep, they're considered a medical device. And so manufacturers aren't required to have to put down all of the ingredients um, for consumers, but they have lots of BPH or BPA and phthalates in them. And so uh, those are hormone disruptors or hormone suppressors. And so those are being put in the tampons and pads.
2: You guys will probably get a little weirded out by this section, so just, like, skip ahead a bit if you, you know, are grossed out. I tried using, like, because so, so I read about that, and I was like, oh, you're like, oh, just get, like, a silicone cup, because then you don't have to.
0: Mm-hmm. You can just
2: reuse it, and it'll be fine. I don't know if you guys have ever tried one. They are uber uncomfortable. Like, I've tried, like, mm-hmm. four different brands. They're just uber uncomfortable. Like.
0: I can't imagine doing that. I know a friend of mine used to do that all the time. But I know how uncomfortable it is to pull a tampon out anyway. Uh, so I can't imagine, like, inserting a cup and having to pull a cup out. So it,
2: like, folds. So it's it basically gets to the size of a tampon. Like, it's not that bad.
0: Yes, but still.
2: It, it, so that wasn't the uncomfortable part. There was one brand that... um I could not get out, it like suctioned in really well. And <laughs> like no, that's really that is my biggest fear. I'll never use those because of that. Mm-hmm. It like that's it was awesome. a little fishing expedition. It, it 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 was not um it was not pleasant. You're like,
0: honey. Oh my God.
2: It, it was it was not I pleasant. I need some help. But like tampons are like can be mildly uncomfortable like if right there's not at the right angle but mm-hmm. i felt like i could always feel the cup in there and people are like oh no like it once it's in if it's in the right position i was like okay well clearly i just fail at this then because i've tried four companies and different sizes and they all just
0: suck so and and no that is a thing because do you guys remember the nuva ring birth control yeah it looked like a jelly bracelet yeah And it was like, you know, you, you fold it in half and then you fold it again and then you put it up there and it's supposed to like spring into place and that's your birth control. And people were always like, I can feel it. Like I feel it inside of me. And of course, you know, people that manufacture it, like have any of them ever worn it or tested it out? No, no. They're gonna test it out on the population, and of course, you know the manufacturer was like, "Oh no, 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 that's not a thing. That's you're not normal."
2: Well, you'd have to get it. Let's. Okay, we've all had sex. You'd have to get it really far up there for mm-hmm. it's not to get stuck on a dick and come out when you have sex. Yeah, like think about it. You're have to like put your entire hand up your hoo ha. Mm-hmm. So, like,
0: and and right? the one like, am I thing. wrong? No, you're not wrong. And the one thing that they didn't think about when they designed that is, do you guys know any females that are like really super uncomfortable, like touching themselves, talking about
2: yeah,
0: whatever? And it was like, you know, this huge push to like put all of our patients on that. And I'm like, do you know how weird that's going to be for like somebody that's never had sex or you know, like people that are like sexual assault victims or something like having to stick your hand in there.
2: don't do that. Like there's some Uh cultures that that's very much taboo that Mm -hmm. you don't.
0: Yeah. But that was a thing. So, I mean, if it's like a jelly bracelet, you know, that's got to be full of toxins and chemicals too, because that's what it is. It's like rubberized plastic. That they put up there for the stretchy effect.
2: Yeah, ones too. What was the? What did it do?
0: Yeah, it was birth control. It,
2: it, it was like so. It, you left yeah, it in for like anyway. twenty-one days or something like that, mm-hmm. and then you would take it out. Mm-hmm. And then you'd have to put it like a new one in. A new one you Had in. your period, mm-hmm. quote unquote, which you don't really have a period when you're on the pill. Mm-hmm. All I know is that they had to be kept in the fridge because I had a friend who used them and. Yes. The guy mm-hmm. that she was dating, like, opened the fridge and was like, why is your, like, what is this? Like, why is your birth control in the fridge? Like, and he was mm-hmm. so confused. So. Yeah. That's all I know about is so you have to keep it in the fridge. <laughs> but, like, why do you have to keep it in the fridge when body temperature is 98.6?
0: Mm-hmm. Good question, huh?
2: I-, I legitimately don't know. I so, just had that
0: Well, problem. and that's the thing is, is there has to be a chemical in there of some kind that has to be refrigerated. Like why why do people have to refrigerate insulin? It's cuz it breaks down if you don't refrigerate it, but then you inject it into the body and it's fine.
1: Maybe it's one of those things that it has to be refrigerated to remain inactive and then once it gets to body temperature it activates.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I, so I legitimately don't know. I, I think just think it's
1: bad for you. I'm not condoning it at all. And I'm not saying it's the worst thing in the world. I don't super support birth control for me personally, but I yeah. wanted to be on it because my daughter gets periods that last for 30 days sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's like the worst period for 30 days. And then mm-hmm. she'll have a week break and then another 30 days. So mm-hmm. I did try it with her cause she's 17 and she wanted to, I told her to look up the effects. I told her what could happen, but ultimately mm-hmm. she's going to be making those choices on her own in the future. So right. I just supported her and I, I can't say like, I'm not going to buy this for you, but I just let her know, Hey,
0: you know, mm-hmm. whatever.
1: But it didn't help her at all though.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: pill. So I,
0: I don't well, know. I don't and know. I had the same kind of thing because you know, they'll, they'll send you through like, oh, well the pill must not be strong enough. So let's, let's switch you to a different brand. That's, it's, it's higher. It's got a higher amount of estrogen in it. Let's, let's try that. And so it was like tons of different kinds of birth control. And I would literally bleed like 45 days. I'd stop for one. And then I'd go again. I literally could have parked a semi- full of products in my driveway and within a couple of days I would have gone through everything. It was mm-hmm. that bad and it was so heavy and so uncomfortable and it's like they kept trying all these different things um, and that ended up eating my spine. It right, sapped all the cool. calcium out of my body.
1: They act like hormones that they're giving you, extra mm-hmm. estrogen, whatever, extra, extra whatever. Right. They- they just will get rid of your period. That's all they're selling it as. Mm -hmm. Instead of the cost of your mental health or other effects Mm -hmm. that it could have on the body, it doesn't... Estrogen isn't in your body just to give you a period and then make it go away for the rest of the month. That's not the only purpose. We have hormonal balance for a reason. So Mm -hmm. to kind of deliberately imbalance it or try to balance it and play that game game is so
0: delicate. Right. And so like when they did all of that stuff with me and they kept trying over and over and over and over and all these different things and nothing ever helped ever. I actually had a, an ablation done where they burnt my lining of my uterus out just because like I could not, it was like nonstop, like I was going to bleed to death. Wow. Oh
2: after my ovarian cyst ruptured uh, obviously there was follow-up right and I at this point I was very skeptical but stubborn not stupid and I remember I was mostly healed and I went in and she's like okay well we think you're like endometriosis but we're not sure but what we're gonna do is, Artificially put you into menopause for like four to six months, mm-hmm. and then we're just going to put you on the pill. And right. I was like 30 at the time. And I was like, And what if I want to have kids? She goes, Oh, we'll just take you off the pill. You'll get pregnant in a month, and then everything will be fine. I was like, Yeah, no. And I love
0: it. They can't guarantee that.
2: No. And most women, not all, most who go off the pill will have a very hard time conceiving for mm-hmm. a while and that right. a while could be anywhere from a couple months to years. And, but they will never admit to you that it was because of the birth control pill. There was no. a documentary that recently came out um, by the same people who did the business of being born called the business of birth control. Mm-hmm. And I watched that and that was very, um, very eye opening. Do you guys remember Yaz, the birth mm-hmm. control pill? Yeah. Do you remember that, Jen? Yeah, I don't remember what it did. I remember the name. So it it was just, like, touted as, like, the new birth control, like, meant for, like, teens, and it was, like, low this and low that, Mm -hmm. and it was supposed to be great. Well, they took it off the market because the risk – girls were dying from blood Mm -hmm. clots and strokes and heart attacks Mm -hmm. from this pill, and – otherwise perfectly healthy like it was all because of the birth control pill um Mm -hmm. there was a massive lawsuit
0: yeah and that's they marketed it for uh first-time pill users yep uh so you know all those uh, junior high age girls or whatnot that's they they put them all on that and it was not on the market very long Mm -mm. yeah Mm -hmm. but that's the thing is like and that's what they do with all you know, medications, treatments, whatever, safe and effective. So, oh, that's going to be the next best thing. And then they pull stuff off. They've done that with the antibiotics and whatever. But the thing is what they do, they rebrand it under another name and put it right back out on the market. Same thing. Or they may change one or two polymers that are in it. And that's it. It's just and all it's
1: right Trial and error. All right, mm-hmm. let's change this a little bit. Stick it back out there. All right, this one lasted three years before it killed its first teenager. All right, let's pull it off again and start mm-hmm. from scratch.
0: Yeah, and it's funny because one of the um um new medications right before I I stopped nursing was um a new thing that they had for patients that. Would normally be put on um, Coumadin or or Warfarin, and so it was like, oh, this is great stuff. This is gonna replace that, so you don't have to go get your blood drawn, you know, every week, and and blah blah blah. And it literally was not even on the market for a week until people started having deadly blood clots and um, cardiac arrest and whatever. They pulled it off. They, they took, you know, a little tweak here, a little tweak there, and literally released the exact same medication within a month. And they do it all the time.
2: Well, after one of my hip surgeries, they had to put me on um, a blood thinner because mm-hmm. of the type of surgery that it was. And mm-hmm. it was called Xeralto. Mm-hmm. And I had to be on it. That's the one. Yeah, for either two or three weeks.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: And I was, my hands and my feet were going numb. Like it constantly felt like Mm -hmm. I was like sitting on my hands Mm -hmm. and I would go to physical therapy and I would complain to be like, my hands are numb. My feet are numb. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And um, the doctor wasn't listening. And they're like, you can't go off of it. Basically, you'll throw a clot and die. Right. So I didn't go off of
0: it. (laughs) If you stay on it, you're going to throw a clot and die too.
2: (laughs) Well, thankfully I didn't. right but Mm
0: -hmm.
2: within two days of stopping it all the feeling came back Mm -hmm. and but yeah that they're like oh this is great just like you said that's what they told me like oh you Mm -hmm. don't um because when i first got hit by the car that's what it was i didn't want to give myself the heparin shots in the stomach right and they're like oh so because you don't want to do that we'll put you on this this is better
0: Mm -hmm.
2: and i was I still remember that feeling in my hands. It was like, if your foot falls asleep, except it never went away.
0: Right. Yeah. And that was one of the common um, side effects along with the massive blood clots and the strokes. Um, and, and they kept telling people, oh, you must be diabetic. It must be diabetic neuropathy. And that's what's wrong with you. It couldn't be the medication at all. It is. You must be diabetic. And that was the excuse that they gave everyone.
2: Yeah, they, they tried my left, because it was my left hip. They're like, oh, well, the foot's because of that. Mm-hmm. The right foot is because you're doing things are different. The left uh-huh. arm will know you're, that's different. You're walking crooked. Right. The left mm-hmm. arm is because we know that that's different. And the right arm, they're like, um, you're just sleeping on that side
0: more. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Are you grasping at straws? I feel like you're grasping at straws yeah. here. It's Did really you get so the different. short stick? yeah it's funny to me like the the amount of um covering up shit in the sandbox that they do to like cover the effects of things kind of like you know like all the stories that are hitting the news now that are obviously uh side effects from the uh, wax on wax off and they're like <gasps> Oh, but uh, taking a shower could cause you to ha- have a stroke. Well, uh, having sex could cause you to have a stroke or myocarditis.
2: What gets me is I don't understand how anything, anything, I don't care if it's a medication, mm-hmm. a food, um, a new type of plastic, whatever, can be deemed safe mm-hmm. until head has at least gone through a couple generations and mm-hmm. know the potential effects of that. Mm-hmm. Because even Zantac, you know, the heartburn medication that was on Mm -hmm. the market for like, what, 50 years or something? Oh, my God, at
0: least. Yeah. It was Mm -hmm. like
2: forever, right? Like everyone took it. Right. And they knew for a long time. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, yeah, by the way, this causes cancer and a bunch of other bad things. We're going to take this off the market. We're just not going to talk about it anymore. Which
0: Which is funny because when people would go in the hospital for surgeries, they would give them Zantac. Yep. For their especially stomach
2: surgery, especially pre-surgery yes,
0: hundred thousand percent. They would give yep. them that every single time because that was supposed to calm their stomach juices down and whatnot. And then, you know, people are dying or they're getting like weird infections in the hospital all the time and stuff. And they're like, gee, I wonder I don't really know what caused it at all. Hmm. And now they've replaced it with Regland, who has been on the market for bazillion trillion years and that has lovely side effects as well.
1: Everything (laughs) has side effects, man. Growing old sounds so scary when I'm too (laughs) old to tell someone like, I don't want to take it. Just give me garlic pills or something. (laughs) I can't talk. They're just going to pump me full of bullshit and wait till I die.
0: So, So, you know, what's funny about um, taking garlic pills is I had this patient one time that took garlic pills, and religiously, like all of the time, I could smell him come in the front door of the office, and I'd be like, "So and so's here," and they're like, "What?" and I'm like, "I can smell the garlic." Did <laughs> smell like olive oil, or did it, it smell like yeah. Uh, it was just. It was like like you were standing in the middle of a garlic field somewhere. That's what it smelled like. It was so strong and so overpowering. And like, I'd have to draw his blood or something. And my eyes were like watering. And I'm like, and he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yes, I'm fine. I'm just having a really bad day. (laughs) Cause I couldn't go dude. Like that is like a little too much. Yeah. And if I'm it was like,
2: carrots, it would have been orange.
0: Maybe that's, maybe that's why I have a garlic allergy now. Cause I had to smell that patient so much. Oh, you're allergic to garlic.
1: That is so oh, yeah.
0: sad. It is so bad. It's like, and I don't know what it is about it. Cause I was never allergic until after I had my daughter. Literally. Two minutes after eating something that has garlic in it, and I mean one bite, I start to bloat so large it looks like I am nine months pregnant with four. I mean, I'm huge. My stomach gets, like, really tight, and then uh, the other um, explosive part happens.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So, have you tried raw garlic? Yes. And the same thing. Mhm. I didn't know if like the heating of it is what did it. Okay.
0: No, nope. mm. any any kind of garlic at all instantly will make me do that and I don't it's like people will go, "Oh, do you want to go like if I'm out of town or something, you want to go the olive garden?" I'm like, "Uh, sure, we can go to the olive garden cuz I like it. It tastes good." But then I have to go straight home because, yeah, don't want to be out in public for for the fireworks show. Can you, can you
2: have onions? I forget.
0: Um, I can have onions. I can only have purple ones, though. Which is kind of a weird thing. But that, again, was uh, right after I had my daughter. And so, like, yellow onions, white onions, they will do the same thing as garlic does. Don't know why. Felt weird. weird. Hmm. Are there I any foods that do weird things to you guys?
1: So apples make my gums so itchy. If I eat a raw apple, I hope there's someone out there who has this. Please let me know. What <laughs> <planet knows? laughs> I sound like a weirdo when I say this, but if I eat a raw apple, I love the taste of them. Eat a raw apple. My gums start swelling up so much and itching, but then when I touch them and press on them, it kind of, feels good but maybe it's just because i'm sort of itching them but it's like a, a pain and like a swelling and then like a relief at the same time when i'm like touching them i've had it's they've swollen so bad that my teeth i can kind of feel them moving a little bit in
0: my That's mouth very interesting i wonder what it is in the apple and i wonder do you, do you peel them before you I, eat them
1: it does the same thing whether i do or not if I eat a raw apple, whether it has skin on it or not, it does that to me.
0: So but it's got to be something good. on the inside of the apple, then. And what about a, in-
1: cooked,
2: like applesauce?
1: Yeah, applesauce is fine. Apple pie is fine. Apple juice is fine, even. There's something in the like pectin, or I don't know if it's in the like the flesh of the apple, uh-huh. maybe that does that, but it's the only thing that's that I've ever really been allergic to food-wise. Oh, and raw potatoes. If I'm slicing potatoes and I have a tiny cut on my hand and that raw potato touches the cut, it will swell up huge and itch for days. But I can eat cooked potatoes all day. I mean, I would never eat a raw potato anyway, but I can't touch a raw potato.
2: (laughs) Potatoes are part of the nightshade family. And so I wonder Mm -hmm. if you're allergic to deadly nightshade.
0: That's very entirely possible.
2: Apples, I got nothing. That's what I got for potatoes. I know,
0: right? I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to investigate the apple thing because I find that fascinating. I really do. I've never heard that before, so that's a new one.
1: Damn it, nobody has. I've <laughs> I'm like, hey, do apples make your gums swell up? But when you itch them, it feels really good. People are like, yeah. People are like,
0: hey, I don't want to touch you anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's weird. Are you on mushrooms? Because. <laughs> How about you, L. Do you have any weird food things? Uh, probably
2: the weird thing, it's not because I eat it. It's So I was feeding my cat duck, like duck meat, and had been doing it for the longest time and everything was fine. And then I started to notice I would go into a sneezing fit. Well, then the sneezing fits were turning into, hey, my throat really itches. And, oh, hey, then my throat is starting to close.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So just smelling duck, Um was causing basically an anaphylactic response and then but apparently there's no blood test for duck meat Mm
0: -hmm. so
2: but they tried like duck feathers and I was fine and duck eggs and I was fine so we went to tractor supply and they had all the chickens right and the chickens are out right now and it's all cute and shit and so I looked over in the cage thinking I was gonna see chickens and there was also ducks and I was like oh well it's fine I'm not touching the duck I'm not whatever um yeah, I was not okay. So, I don't know. It I Ducks in, in me just don't get along. They cause my throat well, to get very upset.
0: That's a weird. Now, I can understand, like, when you were doing the the duck liver and stuff, just because, like, poultry in general carries, like...
2: But it's... So, I can do chicken. And chicken is poultry. Duck is fowl. Mm-hmm. But I can do geese. And geese are also fowl. So, like...
0: But it, I, I, but to be like because it was raw food before, mm-hmm. and then you saw them in the in the thing, so it ha- that had to be something in the dander.
2: The only thing that we could think of with the live ducks is there's a lot of dust mites that I popped allergic for, mm-hmm. and that was our theory for the live ducks.
0: That's I said. I'm glad you said that because I have a question.
2: Okay.
0: Um, and it makes zero sense to me. So think about all the people that they say are allergic to something, okay? So we're going to do all this allergy testing uh, Mm -hmm. to see what you're allergic to. Then we're going to inject you. uh, So you're allergic to ducks. So they're going to start injecting you with duck because you're allergic to it. Does that make any sense?
2: You mean to like, so I'm not allergic to duck anymore?
0: supposedly.
2: Yeah, the allergy shots, I don't know. I've heard a lot of conflicting information on allergy shots. Like, for some people it works, but then also it's uber dangerous.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Random thing for general fast. Is it all all apples, whether or not they're organic or not?
1: I don't know. I don't think they were organic. This happened to me when I was very, very young, and it's happened to me still. So, I've had Fresh apples. So different
0: kinds of apples. Oh,
2: yeah. But like even organic versus conventional.
1: Yeah. I mean, we had friends who had apple orchards and they didn't, I mean, to my knowledge, didn't use pesticides. And I could pick them off the tree and eat those. And the same thing would happen as if I got one from the store and ate it.
2: So the only reason I ask is two years ago, I went peach picking. And I'm not allergic to peaches, but brushing up against the peaches, um, it was like they had been sprayed with something, even though it was supposed to be a natural orchard. And I broke out in full-body hives. And so I almost wonder if there's something that's – because no – fruit is like ever not sprayed with anything whether it's like a vinegar wash or a chlorine Mm -hmm. wash or like no fruit is ever not sprayed with anything
0: and pretty soon they're gonna be sprayed with wax
2: yeah the the a peel shit from gates but like i almost wonder if it's not like a pesticide like we would normally think but if there's something on the apple
0: Mm -hmm.
2: that's reacting with and that's what you're reacting to Mm-hmm. I'm growing apple
1: trees right now and we're growing tons of fruits right now and we yeah. don't spray them, but I know they're getting sprayed from whatever's in the sky. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I have a bunch of apple trees growing. I know it takes years to actually grow an apple, but if I'm alive when they
2: start
0: producing, I'll have to smell <laughs> one of those. <them. laughs>
2: yes, please do.
0: We're going to have to do a part two, uh, 50 I- years from now. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just come. <burn. laughs> Yeah, it's funny because when, uh, before I moved down here when I was still in Indiana, I had an uh, apple tree in my backyard that was already there. Um, and I never did get an apple off that tree. And like oh, the goodness. previous homeowners had planted it and I never got one. And I lived there for a long time.
1: Wow. Yeah. I did grow these from some grocery outlet seeds. So I don't know if they're actually going to make fruit the trees look nice I grow avocados lemons and apples and there's your
0: house to produce shop
1: (laughs) yeah they're all in they're in buckets too or not buckets just little containers because I don't know where to put them in our yard and Mm -hmm. I don't know if I live here forever um and I don't want to sell this house and then have some assholes move in and be like uprooting all my trees Mm-hmm. I would be that person that took all my trees with me and was like okay as a condition of the sale you can fill in all these holes <laughs> the do you take my trees
2: so we rent too and technically our lease is up in May but like we recently renewed it but my garlic is not going to be ready to pick until July and I had told Mike I was like well, you know if we move we have to move the garlic boxes too right he's like I'm not moving full garlic boxes I was like, we're not moving without my garlic. Like, I two <laughs> full things of garlic boxes. Like, we're not moving without my plants. He's like, you're... I was like, I'm not kidding. I was and worried.
0: then he goes, sold. That's why we're re-signing the lease.
2: Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, I'm not. I'm not. Like, he... Yeah. That's
0: awesome. I love
1: that he didn't want to leave the plants. That's no. 100% the thing I would do. Or I didn't want to leave the plants.
2: She didn't,
0: didn't want to leave them.
2: I didn't want to leave the plants. He thought I was kidding and I was like, no, we're not moving on no, the garlic.
1: I love that. That's amazing. You can't leave your plants there and I then know. if you transplant them or try to uproot them, they might die and they're living things. Exactly I know it so. sounds a little crazy to people who are just like, it's a plant. Fucking get over it. But I would hate... I try to look at every living thing as... What if that were me or someone I cared about? Mm -hmm. I would hate for someone if my child was a plant and someone planted her somewhere and was like, well, I hope the next person takes care of you. Bye. I would hate to see someone I love in that position. So I try to think of plants that way.
2: So when I was a kid, I did that with stuffed animals and I was convinced that like every stuffed animal had a personality. So I had to like sleep with all of them because I felt like if any of them were left out, they were going to be sad. Mm Hmm. Ellie, I did the same thing. Holy shit.
1: My parents would make me give away stuffed animals every yes. few years. And I had to go through and pick them. And I'd be like, I love you so much. I hope somebody loves you. And I talked to them. And my parents were like, okay. I was like 12, too, so, or like maybe 10. I wasn't five.
0: <laughs> I was 25. <laughs> yeah, I was at an
1: embarrassing age to still think that animals and inanimate objects had personalities. But um, I definitely
2: did. There's Um,
0: nothing wrong with that.
2: Maybe I sometimes still do. It's fine.
0: Uh, Right? (laughs) I am not saying a word. No. (laughs) Well, you know how I am anyway. I literally talk to everything. (laughs) Uh, Spiders, mosquitoes, like it doesn't matter what it is. Like I'm always having a chat with whatever comes across my path. So yeah, like I do that all the time. Just catch yourself doing it in
1: a store. While people are staring at you like, oh, hey, little guy, what you doing there? Just having a fun time crawling
2: on these jars? (laughs) Oh, sorry. I was getting ready to pull out of the chiropractor the other day. (laughs) And I go to look left to turn and there's a blue jay. And so instead of just turning, I'm sitting there having a conversation with the
0: blue jay. Somebody's behind you going, beep, beep. (laughs) You're like, wait a minute, I'm not done. And then my dog's in the car. Hold on. Yeah,
2: like I'm talking to the Blue Jay. Hang on, and Desi's in the backseat looking at me like, why are you talking to the Blue Jay and not talking to me, and Desi's my dog. So, yeah.
0: (laughs) You're like, I talk to you all the time. It's time for the bird.
2: Exactly. (gasps) Do you feel like, though, if you
0: talk to your animals, do you feel like they understand what the hell you're saying?
2: 1,000%.
0: How about you, Jen? Yeah, definitely. I talk to my dog on walks, all
1: day to the point where I kind of have to look around and see if other people are on the trail because I'm like, "Oh, Marilyn, you're doing so good." Blah blah blah. Just the w- things I say to her, I talk to her, like she's like a three-year-old, I guess, mm-hmm. a three or four-year-old kid. She can sort of understand. She's not at an adult level, but she, can, you know, she can understand a little bit. We talk to our cats like they're 75-year-old men. We're like, "Fuck you, you piece of shit! Get over there, <laughs> sit down, get in your cage."
0: Just kidding. Just for our I, I. It made me think of the foil on the counters. <laughs> wow, we gave up on
1: that actually. So remember when we did that? We did that show, and I was very mad about cats. We had that little baby cat that we had brought from outside. Mm-hmm. Um. So we put him outside, and we did it out of anger. We were like, "We're done with this cat. He's super annoying." Um. He does not belong inside. But we put him in the backyard and gave him a food, a food bowl and a water bowl and pet him and were nice to him. And now he lives there and he walks out with me every day. It's been about a month. He walks with me every day to water the plants. He helps me take care of the chickens. He messes with, not messes with the chickens, but he goes and hangs out with them. He'll eat their food sometimes, but he's very good to them. Plays in the yard, rolls around. He's like my favorite cat now. And he was the reason that I hated cats. A month ago. He just didn't want to be in the house. Well, he he does want to be in the house. He just doesn't belong in the house. He belongs outside. So once we put him in the right place, everything kind of fell together. And now our inside cats are happy. He's happy. We're way happier. So it's amazing. (laughs) I I don't hate cats anymore, people. Cats are great. (laughs) You just have to find the right place for them. Sometimes if you want to murder your cat, give it a home out back <laughs> and if it, will, if it does well there. I always make sure his bowl's full too cuz I want him to not leave. I cuz I just I don't want him to get hurt. You know, I don't want him to be roaming the neighborhood looking for food. So I keep the bowl full and let him do his thing and he just hangs out.
0: He's great. That's kind of nice. So he's like a farm cat now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100% yeah. he's a
0: farm cat now. To be protective of the outside of your house and stuff. If there is an intruder, you don't have to worry about the dog because the cat will take care of business.
1: Um, I wish that was the case. We actually just <laughs> lost our favorite chicken, Esther. She was just killed by an animal attack about two weeks ago, and our little oh. cat was out kind of watching it happen. He didn't know what to do. It was 3 o'clock in the morning, and my daughter found him, found the chicken, I mean, because mm-hmm. she heard it being attacked. She was like our oldest chicken. We've had her forever, our little Esther. But yeah, the cat didn't do jack shit to help, but he probably couldn't because he's a kitten. He's only eight months old.
0: So what what was attacking the chicken?
1: My daughter said it was two black cats. I think it was either skunks or raccoons. I definitely don't think cats will attack chickens, especially a flock of chickens. Mm -hmm. Um, There are a lot of cats in the neighborhood, but they walk around those chickens all day and they never mess with them. I think chickens would win a fight mm-hmm. with those cats, but there was something. There's possums here. There's skunks, raccoons, who knows, but it. I let the chickens out. That was the worst part. I um, So you want to hear a scary mom moment?
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: wake up at three o'clock in the morning to the sound of my daughter's door opening. Now she's 17. I know she might be getting a glass of water, doing whatever. She's free to roam the house. And, uh, I just hear it, but I'm also dead asleep for the most part. Like I woke up, but then immediately just kind of sank back to bed. And then I hear our sliding glass door open. And I'm still really groggy at this point because I'd only been asleep for about three hours. So then I'm thinking, is that my daughter or is that an intruder? What's going on? I should be more awake. And I'm kind of fighting with my body to wake up a little bit more. In the moment right before I was like, nah, I think it's fine. I'll just go back to bed. I hear stomping on the patio right outside my window. Stomp, 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 stomp. And then my daughter screaming, mom, 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 help mom. So I naturally throw myself out of bed in the pitch black, fall into the dresser, stumble to the door, running to make sure that my daughter's not being abducted by aliens, or chased (laughs) by a normal person with a knife. Who knows? I was (laughs) in the middle of sleeping. I had no idea what was happening. So she comes inside, and I just gave her a huge hug. I was so excited that she was okay because I was just dreaming, and then I was awake, and then, you know, whatever. It was Mm -hmm. middle of the night shit. So I give her a big hug, and I'm like, oh, my God, you're okay. What happened? And she pushes me away and says, they killed Esther, you know, our chicken, mom, they killed Esther. She saw two animals attacking her. I didn't know this, but I'm like super sad about the fact that we lost Esther. The chickens are like children to us. We Uh just use eggs. We don't eat our chickens at all. We name them all old lady names as you should. And I was so happy that my daughter was okay. And so sad that we lost Esther, but obviously my daughter being okay Trump's Esther dying. (laughs) My daughter was just livid. She couldn't understand what I had just been through. She's like, oh, don't you just stay awake forever until it's time to wake up like a robot? No, honey, I was sleeping. I am exhausted. I didn't realize the screaming outside my window meant that she was dead. I thought you were in trouble, my child. That's what I thought does. you
0: were going to be dead. That's what I was thinking.
1: Exactly. And she was just like, you didn't put the chickens away last night. Like it's my sole responsibility in the house to do that. Pushes me away, goes to bed. You, you need to learn to do that. She's like, you know, berating me as she goes to bed. So I was like, we just, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't fun, but uh, I'm glad my daughter's okay. It was just a hilarious moment to be like, oh, I, I think my daughter might be outside, but no, nah, she's probably not. And then screaming right outside the window was, like, probably the scariest moment of my life as a parent. I'm um, sure. And Where like, was Joe? I'm sleeping, also.
2: But, like, did he wake up?
1: Yeah, he woke up, but he's a lot... Um, He's a slower reactor like he's and I don't mean that in a bad way. He's mm-hmm. a more of a type of person who will like sit back, get their surroundings. And it's also not his kid. Not that he doesn't care as much because he 100% yeah, yeah, yeah. loves her and has raised her since she was nine years old. But he's more of like, a, OK, let's he's see. got a process going. Yeah. And I was just like, nope, I take action right now. If I'm just running into a sword, I'm running into a sword. I don't care. I'm going to make <laughs> sure that my daughter's OK. I might be, you know, stepping off a cliff, but I'm going to try to save my kid. And Joe's like the cautious, you know, thinking about it type.
0: So I want to know, did you, did you learn your lesson and now you put the chickens away at night?
1: Yeah. So the worst part about that is the reason my daughter said that is because almost exactly a year ago, two of our chickens were killed by an animal around this time of year at night. But I mean, it was a little bit farther into the summer when I would start putting them away when the predators really come out. Um, so the same thing happened last year and I had been putting them away forever and it, they had just been fine for the last four nights. So I just let them have one more night. We were hanging out, barbecuing. And now, yes, I put them away every night, seven 38 o'clock. They hate me for it too. That's fun. <laughs> my animals hate me. My kid hates me. Everyone's
0: like, <laughs> me, I'm just trying to lie can't win. I don't hate you, Jen. You can come yeah, here. I hate you could yeah. <laughs> yeah. come here, but bring produce.
1: I will. I'll bring eggs. I, I started processing spices. I grew a little spice garden this year and I have parsley, sage, basil, um, oregano, and rosemary.
0: Nice. Yeah. Now, are you going to dry all that and stuff?
1: Yeah. I started doing, I started drying the parsley and the sage. I don't know if I'm doing it right. I We have it in little glass bottles, not plastics. We don't want any poofas in our shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no poofas.
1: <laughs> and, once I master it, though, and get enough glass bottles, I'll have to send you guys some because we're trying to make sure, you know, it's not... You have to make sure all the moisture is out of it so there's mm-hmm. no mold at all. So we're trying to master that process, and then I'll start giving it away to people.
0: Yeah, and I know they have like, um, you know, the like you can hang dry them or whatever i put mine literally in a food dehydrator that's what i do okay
2: that's, that's what cool. i do too
0: yeah cuz then i can like leave it out or overnight if i need to or whatever depending on like how how much moisture is in it but yeah that's what i do with all my stuff though like vegetables and the whole nine yards so
1: I feel like into Just that easier. we don't have one of those <clears throat> I've just been putting it at like 100 degrees in the oven for 10 minutes, and that seems to work really well, especially mm-hmm. for parsley.
0: Yeah. And if you uh, – do you guys like cilantro?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and Jen's like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I don't love cilantro, but I am growing it, and I know it's amazing for detoxing your body on the mm-hmm. subject of this episode. I'm trying yes. to like cilantro more. Yeah. Does it
2: taste like soap to you?
1: um I, this tastes bad I don't know if there's a flavor of what it tastes like if there's cilantro a hint of cilantro in anything I can sniff it out and not like it but I so, try
2: so my understanding is whether cilant liking cilantro is the same thing as whether or not you can roll your tongue it's either you love it or you hate it it's like a gene that you have
0: mm-hmm. um so that's what I was asking yeah, and I love I love cilantro. But the reason why I asked is because a lot of people uh, believe that the the flavoring and whatnot comes from the leaves, but it's actually from the stems. Oh. And so, like, if you're gonna dry cilantro or you know whatever, you can dry the leaves too. But if you dry the stems, you actually get a stronger cilantro flavor.
2: That's, that's where most of the
0: flavors held. That's
2: good to know.
0: Mm-hmm. Are there
1: nutrients in the leaves as well? Like all of those detoxing?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, cool.
1: So I'll just fucking get rid of the stems because that should taste gross. And I'll get all of the <laughs> benefits of the leaves. <laughs> Perfect.
0: Thanks, Janet. I totally love cilantro. I that's I just chopped up like three bunches of it a while ago. Yeah. I was sitting in the kitchen just munching on cilantro. So when we started, I'm like... I got something in my tooth. Good thing it wasn't cilantro.
2: (laughs) I love like a heavy dose of cilantro with lime juice and salt and some black pepper for Mm -hmm. an avocado.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it makes it makes amazing like homemade guacamole. Uh, And then, well, Ellie wouldn't like this because she doesn't like bacon. But um, if you chop up bacon and purple onions and tomatoes, and put it in the guacamole, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. That sounds really good. Allie's mm-hmm. like, cool. I kind of no Swear bacon. off, <laughs> <No> <laughs> <my> bacon <laughs> I love bacon. Jen, hear anyway, what you said, Jen.
1: Oh, I just said bacon is so – it's so – <laughs> So highly dosed with sodium, it's really bad for you. And I love, I love bacon so much. I want to hate it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't eat it anymore, Ellie. I haven't had bacon in a while.
2: Listen, I, I get people that love it. Like Mike loves it. Like the kiddo loves it. Um, I hate the smell of it. I hate the way it makes my house smell. I hate the taste of it. I hate cleaning up after it. Um, <laughs> I think it's like it takes me like, I just, I eat it like twice a year and it's like a strip like typically on a burger and I eat like half of it and then I go okay I'm done and I'm my bacon quota for the year is good.
0: Oh man see now I, I love bacon. We don't have bacon a lot because we kind of eat turkey bacon now but um our meat guy that we used to have even used to do beef bacon and that is very good.
2: I've tried it. Not still not a fan.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It's nice that we all have our own little, uh, things though, that we like or don't like and can't do. And now I'm going to have to investigate the Apple thing for Jen. Cause that's, uh, it's very interesting to me. Oh, ladies, I love you so much. Um, we have to do this more often. We talked about doing this at least once a month, uh, for a ladies round table because it's always fun and exciting to talk to, you know, my besties in the podcasting game. So miss Jen, where can people find you at?
1: At I don't like fruit on Instagram. That's my personal Instagram. We are legit bat podcast as well. If you just type that in, it's literally everywhere. Legit bat on Instagram. And we're on all of the platforms iTunes, Spotify, whatever they all are. I only go off iTunes, so I don't even know what all the
0: others are. And she doesn't that like fruit sense. because she can't eat apples.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Where that came from. That came, I started that when I was 18. That was maybe 20 <laughs> years ago. I made that email. That is my email address. And guess what? It's never, it's always available. So I just make that my handle for everything. All gaming <laughs> platforms, all social media platforms is I don't like fruit.
0: That's kind of smart though. And not a name that other people would normally pick. So there you go. That's perfect. (laughs) And Miss Ellie, where can people find you at?
2: Uh, You can find me on the Speed Bumps podcast. And you can find me on Instagram at O-N-E-1-Thumb-E-L or on Instagram at speed.bumps.podcast. And my newest mini adventure is posting on Fridays called Fin Approved Fridays. And it's just little videos on how I do things with my fin. And if you don't know what that means, you should probably go check out my Instagram and watch the videos.
0: And I think it's fantastic that you do that because I watch them and I learn stuff literally every single week from you. So I am super excited that you're doing that. And I really appreciate that you're doing that. Yeah. So There you go. Much love. Ladies, I love you both so, so, so much. We'll have to do this more often. So thank you very much for hanging out with me. Make sure you go like, subscribe, comment, share, and download both of their podcasts, Legit Bat and Speed Bumps podcast. So for me, for Jen, and for Ellie, we will see you next time and have a good one.